0: And welcome back to SNC Adventures Talk It Out Podcast. My name is Sarah, and today our guest is Natasha, who spent this past semester abroad in Ecuador. So I will give her a second to say a little something about herself now.
1: Hi, I'm Natasha. I'm a junior this year and I'm majoring in Spanish
0: and International Studies of Latin America. And where was your university? In Quito, Ecuador, so the capital. Okay. So if you could just kind of start by sharing a little about your program and then maybe why you chose that school specifically. The
1: program itself was really awesome. So you take five classes that are all three credits each, and then you can take them all so that they transfer back, or you can do elective courses or however you want to do it. So I started out with five classes and then ended up with only four at the end. Mm -hmm. Um... That was a whole other story, which was really fun. <laughs> but, yeah, so the program, I would definitely recommend it to anybody. Like, the university is beautiful. I would say it's even more pretty than SNC, which mm-hmm. is hard
0: yeah. to do. <laughs> hard to beat. So what classes did you take there, then?
1: I took a ceramics class for my art credit. And then um, I had two courses that were language and civilization and language and like study of Ecuador, basically. And then the last one was philosophy of religion. So philosophy of religion was the only one in English, and then the rest of them are all in Spanish.
0: Okay, so I was actually just going to ask if they were in Spanish or English. Um, So did you kind of go there with a pretty solid understanding of Spanish? Or was it more of like a good way to really learn it?
1: I would say both. Like I thought, I knew that I was very good at Spanish, mm-hmm. but I didn't know how good I would be when I was actually immersed in the culture and having to learn. But then once I got there, I could tell already after like the first week, I improved so much yeah, in my bet. Spanish. So I wasn't as good as I thought I was. is yeah. But I'm um, still just like going there. And like I said, after a week, it was like, wow, this is what it's like to actually talk like a native speaker almost.
0: Yeah, that's really cool. So how would um you say that classes like structurally compared to how they are here
1: the class structure is a little bit different there because a lot of it is not homework based like i very rarely had homework so it was mostly going home reading the material or whatever it was that we were supposed to have prepared for the next class and then we would go into class and it was just all discussion based so we would spend the hour and a half talking about whatever reading it was Okay. Um, so then a lot of times it would just be go and do your discussions. You get participation points and then do exams for your grading.
0: Okay. Um, do you remember, kind of going back to the language topic, was there any specific instances where you really remember having a language barrier? Or was it kind of just an easy transition? Most of
1: it was easy but there was one time in which me and my parents accidentally ate a cow stomach because I thought that it was just going to be beef. But that was slight I think, surprise. Yeah, <laughs> it was funny, though.
0: <laughs> All right. So when you were there, um, what kind of housing did you have? Did you stay in like dorm living or with a host family? Yes,
1: you get to stay with a host family that lives in Quito. So um, you end up taking the bus to school every day. And then campus is in Kumbaya, which is kind of like the center of Quito. Mm-hmm. So then everywhere else is not more than like a 45-minute commute by bus to get there. But there were some places that were as close as 10 to 15 minutes away.
0: Okay. So what was the experience living with a host family like? Did it was, you like it? or? Um, <laughs> yes and no. <laughs> um
1: It's definitely a change, no matter what, when you're going from living with your family to living with a new family. Um, My biggest issue is that, like, I don't eat a lot, but then, Mm -hmm. especially in Latin America, they're like, here, eat this, eat this, eat this, eat this. And they're trying to make you eat so much. And then I would always feel bad because I would have to turn down food because I, like, physically could not eat it. Uh So then they would make fun of me for it. So, like, just how judgmental, I guess, their society is, too, was... kind of hard to get around but overall living with the family was really fun because then not only are you only speaking Spanish with them because they don't speak English but also my host family would bring me to all their family functions and they would just say like hey we're gonna go to the mall want to come with so then I'd go and hang out with them instead of just sitting at home Mm
0: -hmm. so it was
1: it was a good experience overall.
0: Yeah it kind of sounds like you really get to I guess maybe feel more like a local when you live with the host family because they're just living their normal life and you just kind of get to jump right into that Mm -hmm. so yeah it's really interesting um so kind of compared to your life here what type of maybe culture differences did you notice in Ecuador so maybe like meal times or just the pace of life things like that
1: Yeah, so most of it was the same. But definitely the biggest difference that I noticed was that the people there are really slow. So they don't try to get anywhere on time because they're the type of people who are like, we're living in the moment. We can't Mm -hmm. stray from that. Like if you're talking to someone and you want to keep talking to them, don't leave to go to another commitment just because of that. And then just like the physical way that they move, like they walk really slow on the roads. Yeah. And it was borderline frustrating sometimes. Um, but that's just how they live there. So after a little bit, you kind of get used to it. And then also coming from the United States, it's kind of nice going there and getting a break because like everything here is so quack, quack, um, <laughs> so fast paced. Um, so you want to make sure you like here, you're going fast. You're like not looking at anyone in the road, but mm-hmm. there it's like you're walking really slow, acknowledging every person that you pass. Like it's just such a more welcoming culture there than yeah. it is in the U.S. So
0: would you say that you like that? kind of change the pace or do you like things maybe a little faster moving?
1: I like things a little bit faster and mm-hmm. definitely with more structure. So having to set up a meeting and then going to the meeting at the right time but waiting there for 45 minutes because uh, okay. somebody didn't show up. Yeah. Um that is hard for me because I like having my schedule set. Uh-huh. But overall like it was nice to just kind of relax and get outside of the US for a little bit and not have to do whatever I would do
0: here. Mhm. So you kind of mentioned, like, talking with people. Conversation is really big. Was there any difference in, like, how people greet each other or maybe just communication in general? Are people super friendly, kind of like we're known for in the Midwest, would you say?
1: People are definitely really friendly there. I don't think I ever ran into a not nice person. Um, to greet people, they do the kisses on the cheek. Mm-hmm. So... I think it's, like, if you don't know the person that well, it's only once, but if you do know them really well, then it's twice. So I kind of stuck in the once
0: zone. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So when you were abroad, did you kind of do anything certain to, like, capture your memories? So I'm sure you took a ton of photos, like everyone does. Um, But did you maybe have, like, a blog, or did you make videos, do any journaling?
1: I only ended up doing pictures Mm -hmm. um, because when I was there, my philosophy was that I want to live in the moment and I don't want to have to worry about going and writing it down at the end of the night or telling people about my story. Mm -hmm. Like I wanted to be able to live it while I was there and then be able to come back. And then I knew that coming back, the things that I remembered were the most important that I I took away. Yeah, uh, that's a
0: really good way to look at it. I like that. So, (laughs) Um, So do you have a favorite memory? I know it's kind of hard to narrow it down. But maybe if there's one specific memory or one certain place in Ecuador that you really liked. Yeah, my favorite
1: was Montanita. So that's um, kind of like the stereotypical college break town that you would see anywhere mm-hmm. in any of the movies. Like that's how it felt like I was in a movie there. So we also went not only during spring break, but that's also when they celebrate Carnival, which is it's like a big festival where people throw like foam at you and soap <laughs> and stuff. It's really strange. Um, but we were there for a week and it was my first like beach vacation that I've ever done. And it was the first time I ever just went somewhere just to relax. Mm-hmm. So there were a couple days where people would say like, oh, we're going to go to this place since we're here. And I was like, I'm just going to sit here in my hammock all day. <laughs> um, so I got to do that. And then... One of those days that I stayed back, I ended up looking up, and in the trees, there were just, like, iguanas all around us up oh, wow. in the trees, and then I was scared, but I was like, oh, this is so cool. Yeah. So just, like, all of it was so awesome, and then it was nice and warm instead of being
0: cold up in the mountains. It was like, yeah. So nice. Good change of face. Yeah. <laughs> so did you get to do any other traveling while you were there? There was a lot of traveling. Um,
1: it's super cheap to do there because it is a Latin American country, and their economy is kind of suffering a little bit. So you could get just about anywhere in the country of Ecuador for $12 or less. Oh, wow. Yeah, so um, I wouldn't say every single weekend, but at least two of the four weekends each month I would be going somewhere, and then sometimes it would even just be a day trip to a park somewhere, or going for a long weekend in one of the cities that Ecuador is known for.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but yeah, there's it's cool traveling there because... Well, first off, if you're in the mountains, which we were, so we were in Quito, you have to go down the mountains to get out of it. So everywhere you go is like a 12-hour bus ride. Oh, wow. So, <laughs> yeah, that wasn't so much fun. Yeah. Um, but you could get anywhere because they had really developed um, tra- transportation systems. So then you could go like down into the desert area or into the rainforest or mm-hmm. into the beach or just stay in the mountains. So it was kind of cool just seeing the diversity just in Ecuador, too.
0: Yeah, wow. That's really interesting. I guess I didn't realize they had all the different parts there. Um, So when you went abroad, did you go with any friends or did you know the people you were going with?
1: There was only one other student from SNC. Um, Him and I were in Greek life together. So we knew each other from that, but we didn't know each other very well. But we did... Um, kind of communicate beforehand so that we could fly together and arrive there together Mm -hmm. so that we at least had one other person instead of doing it on our own. Yeah. Um, But once we were there, we ended up spending almost all of our time together. So I became really close with him, which was really nice.
0: Cool. So did you um, get the chance to meet other international students while you were there also?
1: Yep. There were about 80 international students total, and the first day of orientation, I had met one girl from Wisconsin already, but then she was like, oh, I have five of my friends here. <laughs> so then all of a sudden we had like 10 of the 80 international students, all from Wisconsin. Too, oh, wow. And I was like, wow, oh, such Small a weird. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> so did you guys get to do things together then? No,
1: mm-hmm. yep. we would sometimes travel together. Sometimes it was just going out into the city and adventuring or going out to the clubs at night. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of just hang out as friends all together. And then it's completely normal to go and get, like, a drink in middle of classes. Mm-hmm. Not in middle of classes, but between your classes. Yeah. Um, so a lot of us would just go out and, like, go and watch a soccer game or something somewhere right by campus or go and get lunch together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a good time.
0: So would you kind of say maybe your program did a good job at helping students meet each other? Because I know for some people that's kind of a worry. If they don't go abroad with someone they know. Well, I think the
1: program did a a fairly decent job of having us meet other international students, um, but I do wish they had a little bit more of a developed program for meeting Ecuadorian students so mm-hmm. that we're not just staying within our programs, but actually like becoming involved in campus and meeting other people from campus besides the international students.
0: Okay. Um, is there anything about Ecuador that you wished people knew? So maybe it's something about their lifestyle or just a certain place that if you're going to visit, you can't miss it.
1: If I could say anything, I would say go visit the whole country. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know that's not necessarily within <laughs> people's schedules. But um, I guess Ecuador, to me, I've noticed it's a very unknown country. Like some people are like, oh, Ecuador, where is that? Europe? And I'm like, absolutely not. <laughs> not it's <quite>. South America. <laughs> so I didn't realize that it was... So unknown, so um, I think it's kind of cool coming back and being able to spread the word like, hey, I went to this really awesome country that nobody really knows about, Mm -hmm. and then trying to get more people to go there and like experience life like I did because I came back this whole new person. Um, and it's just from being there, being able to do things on my own and kind of hang out and just like love life because that's kind of what they do there,
0: yeah. So you kind of like jumped into what I was going to ask you next, um. How would you say your time abroad has impacted you personally?
1: Like I said, it changed me completely. Yeah. Um, I went there, and I wasn't just a super outgoing person, but I would talk to the people that I knew. But now coming back here, it's like, I want to say hi to you. I want to learn about you. Yeah. I want to learn about your life. I want to see the things that you do. I want to see all your pictures. Um, So it was kind of cool just coming back and, like, being more confident, I guess, to be able Mm -hmm. to do those things because I never had that before. So I think confidence would be the biggest thing that study abroad in general helped me with.
0: Okay. And then aside from personally, how do you think it's impacted your experience at St. Norbert?
1: I think it definitely helped with everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't had the greatest time at St. Norbert, but going abroad like kind of erased all of that yeah. not great times. Because um, it was just an outstanding semester, and being able to go and do it, was not something I ever thought I'd be able to so I guess just like overall study abroad was 100% the best decision I've ever made here.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good to hear. Yeah <laughs> and then kind of as a last question to wrap up, um, do you have any advice for current students who are maybe thinking about going abroad but are still unsure?
1: I think that if the idea of study abroad is in your mind, just do it. Mm -hmm. Because if you're not going to just do it and go out and just make the decision, then it's possible that you're not going to. And I think being all in right away is definitely a plus. So if you set your mind and say, I wasn't sure about study abroad, but now I am, then it's going to make you more motivated to go and do it and get out of like this little town of De Pere. Yeah. (laughs) Like go and experience the world, go and just travel around, see everything. Um, Because it really opens your eyes to what the world has to offer. And you're not just staying here. So I think it's... Yeah, definitely. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, thank you so much for coming in and talking about your experience in Ecuador. Um, Anyone who is listening, if you have any questions about study abroad or would like to learn more, you can visit our website now. Thanks.